comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! Hallelujah. You can be seated. Follow me on E or E flat. Softly, softly. Make sure you find me along the way. It seems as if this thing is blocking some people from. I see some of my friends here. I celebrate with Papa. I don't know the man of God beside you. Eh? Okay, you're incoming. The incoming, that's great. What of this is uncle? Where is your incoming? Ah, okay, that's great. I celebrate you guys, and then I celebrate my brother. And my brother's here. I can see Benga and his people. I want you to pray for one minute. The scripture spoke, he said that after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John to the mountain. It was at the junction. There, there is a junction. After those seasons, certain things will begin to manifest in their life. It seems as if God has come to a place in His plans. Please leave my mic. Please. Are you my friends or my enemies? It seems as if Jesus has reached a junction in His plans and purposes that a new regime have to be brought that is a way God works so he needed to bring those men to certain education spiritual education so he called the three come let me show you so when he went to the mountain they began to pray Jesus told them let's pray that is why many people think prayer is just to achieve things, the means to an end. When you understand what priesthood is, you will know that prayer is the end itself. Because um, there is an eternal purpose that is calcified in the heart of God. And that is sonship. And sonship is eternally tied to priesthood. Men will never enter into their ordination until they understand priesthood. I mean, that is the pattern that is in heaven. And what the Son of God came upon the face of the earth to show us is that that is the same pattern that we follow. You remember that Jesus is not just... Is this E flat? Play on slow strings. Slow strings. Slow strings. Jesus is not just our Savior. He is not just our Lord. He is also the pattern man. I mean, He set an example that all of us can follow. That is why the scripture spoke about him in many places. They called him the firstborn, the first begotten. Meaning that any man that um, uh, will decide that one day he will enter into his ordination. They remember that how God sees men that are qualified to begin to legislate and administrate the purposes of God as it pertains to what God has given to them. We have an identity in the spirit that is called sons. Are you with me? So he became a son. 
so that every other person that may come to the point where he will be able to um, administrate God's agenda. Remember, when I say sons, I don't mean gender. Oh. I don't mean gender. I don't have time to go there. The scripture said male and female made he them. God created man, male and female. What? Made he them. Are you with me? Do I have Bible students here? You need to follow me now because we are about to fly. We are about to go very high. So I'm just laying foundations. So if you are lost now, what will you do? The scripture said, if you are with it, with the men that run on foot, what will you do when the horse soldiers come? The men that ride on chariots, when they appear, what will happen to the man that can't keep up when we are still marching on foot? We are still marching on foot, brethren. Because the burden that is on our generation is territorial, is scope. And there is nothing that will ever happen until men begin to rise into the identity in the spirit by the process and the infrastructures, the instruments that God has kept in the kingdom to raise those kinds of men. If not, we begin to cry, things are bad, things are bad. And then men that understand priesthood will continue to rule and govern. Because it's not given to feelings. It's, gone, it's not given to wishes. Once you do it, it's a principle and laws in the spirit. Men that engage them become kings. We are going to pray. This prayer point I'm looking for. I don't know where you were raised. But there are places that you have 30 prayer points in one hour. I celebrate those people. They are very skilled in finding prayer points. But in my journey with God, after 12 years in prayer ministry, I found out the hardest thing to find is prayer points. Because the question you ask yourself, what are you telling God that is not a wealth? Prayer is not an informative venture. It is a man entering into the heart of God and interacting with his bodies and we. And then by that activity, he will be able to translate it upon the face of the earth. So when we pray, the mode that our heart takes is thy will be done. Thy will is only done when you have trapped the burden of God. So why are we praying? That is why the church prays for long sometimes, yet they are weak. They fast, yet they are weak. Very soon now, the next year we come. And some people will fast 100 days, 200 days. For something that the governor of this state can give them. They fast for long for something the president can give them. 90% of the prayers of an average believer. Eh? The governor can answer it. You see, we are creatures of time. I say unto you, you are God's. But there is a problem. If you don't know how to subscribe to the eternal resources that God has ordained to bring out the real man that he saw in the spirit, you will die like men, men. Even though you are God's, men that is supposed to rule territories, when you appear, the scripture will testify. According to the scripture, said, since the day of John the Baptist, something began to happen because a man appeared. A man! My prayer is that you will be that man. They will begin to reckon that from your days, the deliverance that has been long sought in your family will begin to manifest. 
Many of you, Satan has helped sway in your family, afflicting people, behaving as if he's in charge. Meanwhile, the earth is will to man. And every place a man appears, he begins to legislate on behalf of God. But Satan has robbed us for long. There is an education we need. It's a spiritual education. Most of us have many scriptures in our head, but our spirit is still in. Do you know what happened? What happened is that he took those three men and said, let's pray. Because they refused to pray enough. There is um, a ceremony that was taking place. And Jesus was busy creating his ambience. Are you with me? Because many of the things you pray as prayer point is not prayer point. What you need to do is to create the ambience that can trap those realities in the spirit. Are you getting the point? That is what the scripture meant by saying, seek ye first the kingdom. He knows. The one that is telling you to pray that kind of prayer knows that many of the things you call prayer points is trapped in the ambience of the kingdom. When a man begins to give himself to the kingdom, those things will no more be prayer points. The day we pray for shoes and cars and many of those things, we suddenly found that. I used to wonder these days, why did I even pray for shoes before? Somebody touching my mic. Me, me, I pass. Stop touching my mic. Stop touching my mic. Stop touching that thing. Stop touching it in Jesus' name. The Lord will help us. <laughs> this is the man was praying and creating his ambience and the men that he took because there is Jesus is a little not a little a lot limited in his earthly ministry part of the reason is because the administration is bringing to men those days that is before his resurrection was outside in but the functions of God is are mostly effective in the achieving of his agenda if he's inside out. Are you with me? Meanwhile, Jesus is limited as of the time that he was there physically. So many of the things he is teaching them before his resurrection, he teaches in types, shadows, parables. So many of the things he took them to um, do with him, they are condensed layer of truth. Some of which he took the ministry of Paul. For us to begin to understand the scope of what Jesus was doing. For example, the communion that took place. Every man that participated physically in that communion didn't even know what they participated in. But meanwhile, when Paul appeared, he said, That which I have received from the Lord was Paul there physically. How did he receive it? By revelation. Are you getting the point? That means what happened at the upper room was a condensed layer of truth. Meanwhile, Jesus couldn't bring it across to them because of the um, 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 regime of oppression that was there. It's, that is why he said, it is necessary that I go so that another person will come whose ministry is, um, is shaped in such a way that he can minister directly to the spirits of men. Because that is where real education takes place. Are you with me? So, Jesus was teaching them something that is an... Um, um, kingdom reality, kingdom function that 
The way we function in the kingdom is that you begin to do priesthood long enough that you begin to trap some certain realities that are heavenly. Are you with me? He is teaching them the principles of hosting the presence of God. This is how it happens. Some of those angels and facilities, substances that are heavenly, they don't just appear looking for men that have created the ambience that will support their existence in any realm. Are you with me? A fish cannot just come out of the sea. Except there is a way you create an aquarium. So when a fish is moving inside an aquarium, you won't know that he has changed realm. Meanwhile, he has been removed from the sea. That is what it means to host the presence of God. A man begins to culture his environment by priesthood long enough that suddenly angels will begin to invade his presence. And they will still think that they are in heaven. Are you getting the point now? So they will transverse realm and coming into our realm. Meanwhile, the substances that support their existence from their mother realm was never changed. That is what priesthood offers to a man that wants to host the presence. So Jesus needed to host certain realities on that mountain. So he began to give himself to priesthood. Meanwhile, he needed to teach those men how to host the same reality. He said, come, let's go and pray. These men went there and started sleeping. For how long will you sleep? <laughs> For how long will you sleep? Many things have gone wrong and will continue to go wrong because men slept. And I'm going to teach you something now. Because those people went to the mountain. But even though they were on the mountain, they still slept on the mountain. Are you with me? Do you know what it means? Many people go to church and they are born again. But they don't know how to interact with the reality that will support the power of the endless life that was factored into their heart by the advent of Christ. Are you with me? Jesus and those apostles appeared on the mountain. But it was only Jesus that appeared in glory. Are you with me? Because the business that we host the dimensions of God, because God was about to release new functionaries and new regime, and the business can only be done in glory. Meanwhile, we have to come up to the mountain first. So many people have been deceived, thinking that it's enough to just come up to the mountain. They didn't know that coming up to the mountain is just a prerequisite, that the real business is done where? In glory. So suddenly they woke up from their sleep and they looked. And they saw Jesus. And the ball of light was there. And he was coming with Elijah and Moses. They cannot come in. As of that moment, they have become outsiders. They are just looking. There are such people that will come many years later. And they will remember the things that God did during... Maybe they said God moved during our youth service or moved during 10 years ago. I know this man of God though. We used to, he used to come around. And me and him, we serve now. May you not tell that kind of story. Because you are such a man that saw the glory. And men were doing business inside. You, all of you were on the mountain. But it's only a few that is doing business in glory. And it's only them that did business in glory that will be able to trap what it takes for them to administrate the next agenda of God. Are you, are you getting the point now? I want you to pray to God in the next one minute. It's prayer point you are looking for. May it not be that I appeared here physically and I didn't appear in the spirit. Huh? 
And even when men come in the spirit, they have to ascend to the energy level where the things that God needs to speak to you is domicile. The scripture said, John was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And then he heard a voice that said what? Come up here. That means everything that God wants to administrate, release, speak, cannot be interacted with at that energy level. It has to be upgraded. I want you to pray for two minutes. Tell God, upgrade me in the spirit. No, I won't, I won't say pray again. It's up to you. You see, men pray because of their desperation, their hunger. I found out you can't force people to do what they have not seen. They have not seen the importance of what we are doing. That's why. That's why. Guess what? Even amongst you, God will begin to put hands on people. Because God is not a respecter of any man. From any place. If men begin to cry out and call out to him, he will begin to respond to them. It doesn't matter whether you are male or female. What is important is your hunger today. Cry out. Cry out. In Jesus. Mighty name we pray. In Jesus mighty name. Forever, your name is ever great. You are the wisdom before time began. You reign forever, your name is ever great. You are the wisdom before time began. You reign forever, your name is ever great. Romans chapter 8, verse 19. Can it be projected? Romans chapter 8, verse 19. If you are there, say Amen. Okay. For the earnest expectation of what the Creator waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. This scripture is very deep. Are you with me? And um, for us to understand it, there are many scriptures we need to touch, and I'm not sure we have the time to touch all of them. See, the scripture is saying here that... Okay, maybe let's read the following verses so you get the context. Verse 20. For the creature was made subject to what? Vanity. Not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same. What? Hmm. This is a serious language. The next verse. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the what? For we know that the whole creation groaneth and traveleth in pain. What? Together with who? Huh? What's happening? Push. He said, and not only they, but um. But ourselves also, which have the first fruits of what? The Spirit. Even we, ourselves, grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. The scripture is trying to, 
He's trying to say many things here. A lot of things. As a matter of fact, for this man to be able to say what he said here, God has granted him a lot of grace in utterance. Are you with me? Because these things are deep things. These are some of the things if you enter into it without the grace to tread the path, you will hear. You know, Paul was talking to Timothy in, in the book of Timothy in certain places. Some of these people not understanding the truth, knowing how to touch the truth. They have heard in recovery version of the Bible. They, it's called misaimed. So there is a way somebody can be trying and making an attempt to understand or unravel the secret codes that is in text and scripture and the person will misaim. You know he's aiming now. How many of you have you have done farm work before? You have done farm work. Uh-uh. We need more farmers. So there's hunger in the land. You have not done farm work. Hmm. You are a jebota. That is serious. Okay. How many of you have done construction work? Like uh-huh. You know what is called a plumb? A plumb line. Do you know somebody can come and just be raising blocks like this? Raising blocks. With his eyes. And he'll be looking at it, it will be straight. Is it not true? Have you tried to do ridges? And you are doing the ridges from your eyes, it's straight. Only for you to move from here to that place where my sister is sitting. And then notice, you now stand aside. And then notice your ridges is like this. Meanwhile, when you were doing the ridges, it looked straight to you. See the problem? So there is a, a skill that God gives to certain kind of men so that they will do that kind of ridges. Eh? and maintain the plumb line. So, when the scripture spoke that in the book of Timothy, he was trying to say, there are people that, they wanted to make ridges, and in this context, trying to unravel the mysteries encoded in the scripture, which can only be touched by revelation. And they misaimed, because they were not able to trace the patterns that were set in the spirit. Remember the scripture said that holy men spake as they were carried by the spirit. And as a matter of fact, for any man to begin to touch those things that was encoded in the scripture, it has to be carried to the same place from whence the revelation was hewn. Are you getting the point now? Then you begin to tread the path. And it is not just enough that the vista of revelation is open to you. The spirit will begin to lead you by the hand. Else, after some time, you will miss him. So as long as that thing is in your spirit, you will be noticing a plumb line. Have you, when you were young, have you noticed in, when you were young in the Lord, there are certain things you didn't know about the Bible, but you know it's wrong. You have, how many of you has happened to you before? You cannot explain so much about this matter because you have not studied the Bible well. But something in you is telling you this one is wrong or something in you will be telling you this one is right. When I encountered Holy Ghost baptism the first time, I used to, <laughs> I, I was among the people that fought Holy Ghost baptism. I'm falling under power and all that. I saw a man of God. I don't want to call him. The man of God wears white suit. That one you are thinking about. That's the one. And, and he used to calm his head. That, that one you are thinking. That's the one. So I used to see him around early 2000, 2002, 3, So he will appear on television. And he will say, Tosh! And somebody will fall. He said, lie. This is magic. <laughs> Jesus forgive me. That's why we are suffering now. All those things we said. You see, so we fought those things. But when I entered campus, I've been born again, and they were ministers. I saw people speaking in tongues. Despite my 
argument against that. Something inside me is telling me this thing is, is true, is genuine. How many of you did it happen to you? The only thing is that my doctrine, the doctrine they taught me was so strong that they needed hammer. <laughs> they needed hammer to break. And there are many of you like that. Truth will be coming across to you. You will not be able to interact with it because you have been trained in doctrine in a certain way. And your inner man has been molded like that such that it will reject anything that is coming. The thing becomes a sieve and shakes some things and throws it away. Except when some of us begins to talk to you because our words, me, I'm not communicating just words to you. Jesus said the words I speak to you, they are what? Spirit and life. And the scripture made us to understand that there are three dimensions that the word can take in its administration. Huh? In the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, he said that the word, the word of God is sharper than two words. In the book of Jeremiah, the scripture said that the word is like hammer and is like what? Fire. So there are two modes he can take. If I use sword, it's not working. <laughs> I will change to fire. If I use fire, it's not working. I will use hammer. I entered the campus one day. I did everything. Nothing worked. I have to remove my hammer. I said, fire. They, uh, nothing worked. I removed my hammer. I hit it. Bam! And the whole place popped up. You need to know which one to use. Because if you encounter people like us many years ago, you needed a hammer. Still, something in our spirit was telling us this thing is correct. Are you getting the point now? So, um, that thing that has capacity to keep your path straight, even when you have not been able to get to the end and see all the, that is called the plumb line. Are you getting the point now? So, men not having that misaimed. So, the one that is writing this has to be equipped with certain measure of grace in that dimension. That was why this man was speaking in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter, Ephesians chapter um, 2 said that ye might understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. That you might understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. So, he's trying to say, play with me. No, normally you should say that you might know my understanding. But he said that you might understand my knowledge. So, God took this man up. And many things he thought, he said, of, God, of what God showed me by revelation. For 13 years, the man was in the wilderness of Arabia. He was learning things that cannot be spoken. And he was moving from city to city. He was saying, asking them for prayers. That utterance will be granted to him so that he will be able to communicate the deep secrets of God. Are you getting the point now? I mean, it is not just enough that God brought you into the economy of truth. There is also a release of another dimension of grace that it takes to communicate it. So there are men, one of them is these people are not, um, have not received a dimension of grace to be correct in their work with God. I don't have time. I'm trying to, because they are, I'm getting feedback as I'm preaching. Is that feedback that I'm getting, I'm answering it. I hope you know, that's how people like us teach. When you speak, somebody asks question in the spirit. Somebody asks, so I, I'm responding. I don't know if I can get to my topic, but I will be answering you, don't worry. Now, this is what happens. Now, a man doesn't just, when you want to enter into the knowledge of God or the knowledge of truth, the scripture spoke in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. He said, I pray my father that he will give you the spirit of wisdom and what? Revelation in the knowledge of God. 
what is he saying? He's trying to tell you that there is an allotment of wisdom and revelation that it takes for a man to enter into the knowledge of God. Are you not getting the point? So, have you seen some people that is fasting when they are supposed to pray and praying when they are supposed to fast? All these things, they, are they not doing good things? Have you not noticed that there were people that were fasting and praying with you? Yet, your path was correct and they missed it. What happened? There is a wisdom and revelation it takes to enter into the knowledge of God. Even though they wanted to enter into the knowledge of God, they didn't know that there is an investment of wisdom. That is the first dimension. Are you with me? I have seen men that fasted for five years, straight, non-stop. Not, not even one drop of anything touched their head because they lacked the wisdom. Some of them, it is simply that the wisdom it takes to enter into that place is for them to be realigned in their will. When their will dies and the will of God begins to go up, as long as the will of God is going up, they will be entering into the recesses of the, of, of the knowledge of God. Meanwhile, they will be praying and fasting. Have you not seen those people? They will be crying for anointing. Meanwhile, a man that is correct in his part of spiritual progress will stumble on the anointing. I have found out from my experience that anointing is not a prayer point. It is something that is on your part of spiritual progress. There are many things... People like your, I don't know, how many of you, your mother is born again and is a, is a prayer person. Your mother prays a lot. Uh-huh. See, many of the stature that they gained in the spirit, they did not bargain for it. They did not know that they would get to that point. All they did was, they continue following the path that Jesus showed them. Is it not true? And continue praying. And continue praying. And they were able to bet people like you and achieve many things. Some of them, if they began to tell you what God used them to achieve, and the things that were locked in your foundation, limiting men from manifesting in their ordination, manipulating the outcome of their destiny, but they locked it down and brought it down. If they tell you, you will now realize that when they started, they did not begin. But when they continue making progress in that path, there is certain facilities that was now imparted and installed in them so that they will have the capacity to execute the assignment that God has given them. Follow me now. Are you with me? If you are with me, say amen. amen. That is the first aspect. Then, if God has ordained that a day will come when you will become a vessel through which God will begin to communicate these dimensions of truth, it is not enough that you interacted with them. You will now need to have utterance. So, there are people that don't even know how to interact. And there are people that interacted. God has not given them utterance to communicate what they, with what they interacted with. Are you getting the point now? So, Paul was moving from city to city. So, I've seen some people, they will read the Bible. And it seems as if they got one revelation. And they will now go to Facebook and share it. When they now share it, I will come and ask one question. They will now find out they are wrong. Meanwhile... Me and know that their heart is correct, but the execution is wrong. Are you not getting the point? But if the execution is wrong, it's wrong. It's wrong because you are bringing it in the open. If it's only you, then it would have been okay. But since you have stepped out and you want to include men in your adventure, then you have to be correct. Are you not getting the point? How did we get here? Jesus, help me. Our time has finished. Let's get back to the book of Romans. So the man that was communicating this thing in the book of Romans chapter 8, he, has, he had a lot of grace in utterance. I'm telling you. Utterance is knowing what to say and how to say it. And saying it by the energy of God. You know you can know what to say and you don't know how to say it. <laughs> how many of you has happened to you? You want to explain something? You say, 
I don't know how to say this thing. I don't know how to. You don't have utterance. That is another way of saying it. Just close your mouth and go and pray. Because if you force yourself and say, you will not make me say, I don't know how to say, but you shall understand me. We don't understand you. Are you getting the point? Has it happened to you before? Ah. <laughs> and I found out that before God will allow a man to begin to speak in that dimension, he has to, he has to keep you for very long. You know, there were seasons that the word that came over Jesus, he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Is it not true? But in another season, another word came that looks as if it's the same, but it's not exactly the same. He said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He now said what? Hear ye him. There is a hear ye him regime. Not just anointing. There is a hear ye him what? Regime. Season. Season where which you will be saying what you have been saying before. But this time around, people will hear it. It's a regime. You know, a lot of people come and see me now and they say, Hi, you see, the way you see, you are deep. You are, uh, uh, more or less, I've always been like this. Yeah, you get better with experience, but more or less. There is really nothing new that God does in us. What He does is to unearth the things that is there and begin to polish it. There is a time you will reach, you will be like burnished brass. Huh? You know what is a burnished brass? When the sun comes on it, the reflection will blind your eyes. See, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling my wings now. I'm feeling my wing, but I, I, I don't know if we are supposed to fly this morning. It's in the evening. I'm not seeing crippled people. I'm not seeing sick people. Because Jesus will come. This gospel is supposed to be preached. Why didn't you finally get my mic working? I'm, wait, I'm waiting for you. I'm, I'm waiting for you patiently. Jesus. Jesus set an example to us on how to communicate the gospel. So that many of the things I'm even telling you now, it's possible you have heard it. But when it comes from my mouth, it begins to make a different meaning, come in a different dimension. There is something encoded in it. There is a life and energy that is infused in it. When it begins to hit the heart of men, the impression will, be, will differ. And I've been in meeting when men will look at me, sometimes they will not even understand fully what I'm saying. Give me that one we have before. Somehow make it work. But they will be dragged into an experience. Because the word that comes from us has an energy. And when a teacher is prophetic, one of the things that happens when he comes under his ministry is that he doesn't just bring you into a body of truth. He drags you by that same power into the experience. So when you hear him talk about things, suddenly you see your heart born. And then you will feel the anointing and crown resting upon your head as a proof that he didn't come alone. There are men that came with him and they move everywhere to confirm his words. Jesus said, nothing in the words that I spoke to you will come back void. Every jot, every title. Is that slow strings? Can you play my songs? Is this those strings? 
this concert strings. Let's use this one. I know my sound. You are telling me what. So the scripture is saying in the book of Romans that the creature is subject to bondage. Are you getting the scripture? This man that is speaking here traveled and he found out the root cause of the challenges that we see in the society. This man is trying to tell you that when you see your life and family not turning out the way it is, that the, le- the mantle, the mandate to administrate a change is resting upon a son that have entered into the manifestation of his identity. Are you getting the point now? He said, the creator is subject to bondage. Our land will continue to be littered with corruption until sons manifest. So he said that the one that he, he intentionally put the creator subject to bondage. So he is trying to say that the only way the land and creator will begin to feel the vibration of life because the intent of God is not just that men will be brought into that experience. It's also that creature, consequent to a man entering into that liberty, creature will enter too. Are you getting the point? So what the scripture is trying to say is that when a man arises in your family, the life that that man carried into your family, the whole atmosphere will begin to feel the life. Because a man rose, creature will begin to feel it. The question you ask yourself is how many sons do we have in Casina? How many? Is a question we will quietly answer. You reign forever, your name is ever great. You are the wisdom before time began. You reign forever, your name is ever great. Maybe go back to the other sound we have before. I'm waiting for you. Now, the scripture said, Therefore, creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but the reason of him who was subjected, the same in hope. You know what is hope? Hope is like, hope is the blueprint of faith. Are you getting the point? Now, this is how it works. Things are in the modern realm, the spirit realm. And in the spirit realm, most of the things we speak about is already a reality. Reduce the volume a little. It's already a reality. But in this realm, it is not so. How many of you have read the scripture? And the scripture said, Whosoever the Son of God have set free is free indeed. Have you read it? But in the night, a demon still oppresses you. Something is wrong. There, there, there is a, a bridging gap. How many of you have heard, whosoever the Son of Man has set free, is free indeed. But in the night, a succubus will come and, a woman will come and sleep with you. And then when you wake up, you see your semen all over your body. <laughs> you are not yet free. Uh, now you are understanding because there are a few people implicated. Jesus will help you in this meeting. And it's the same thing with the ladies. So men come to sleep with them. I was handling one last night. He said, once this one happened, somebody will come and sleep with her. And then, 
It is like the real thing in the natural. You have not seen anything. No. When I studied the book of Lester Somura on how to handle demons, there is one he handled in Manila, Philippines. The, the lady is in prison and they say she's mad. In the night, a man will come and sleep with her and they are not seeing the man physically. And when the man is true, the beast will bite her and they will see the hair of the beast. Yet it's not a physical being. And you say you are free. Meanwhile, you have the God life inside of you. There is a problem. There is a problem because all those things are trapped in the realm of the spirit. It is life that is locked in your spirit. Meanwhile, there is a need for the cracking of the soul and the breaking of the outer man. So that the content of life and energy stored in your spirit that have the capacity to release you from every bondage will begin to forge. Are you with me? He said that the creator waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. These men are sons, but they have not yet manifested. They are, all they have is an identity that they are the same with God in the spirit. Are you getting the point? But all those um, things that owes to them as a result of the fact that they have found oneness with God has not yet manifested. Satan is still having a field day. Then we have not seen sons. And until that happens, even creature will be crying. Are you now following me now? You have seen where we are going. He says his dominion mandate. Do you know what is dominion mandate? Dominion mandate is the eternal, eternal purpose that is in the heart of God. I, I don't have time to go far. Because the scripture said in the book of if you want to understand this well, he said in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Why not show us? Genesis 1, 28. Is this the voice you were using before I started? Add a little base to it. And God blessed them and, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have what? Dominion. So are you seeing the jurisdiction? I don't have time to show you the jurisdiction of dominion. In the book of Psalm chapter 115, the scripture also showed us the jurisdiction of dominion. He said that the heavens of the heavens is God's own. But the earth has he given to what? The children of men. So there is a jurisdiction of dominion that God gave to man. Do you know the implication of that? The implication of the jurisdiction is that every other thing that comes under your jurisdiction is subject to your light, subject to your deliverance, subject to your dominion. Are you getting the point? So if you decide to remain small, every other thing that is under your dominion will be small. Are you getting the point? See, creature didn't want to fall. Creature didn't want to be corrupted. It so happened that the man that was given dominion over creature fell. And as a consequence of his fall, even creature fell also. So they are groaning. When will Anthony release me? The things that have tried in your family for 100 years. He's crying for a man that understands the path of priesthood. That will arise one day and see and say, I see the plans and purposes of God and the ordination that is hanging on my family. And I arise today as a man that will stand in the gap. As the scripture says, I seek for a man that will stand in the gap. 
and how we come down. How we come down and begin to change things. The shape of territories will remain the same until brutal men begin to arise amongst their estates. Because when God appeared at Eden, He said, Adam, where are thou? It is a proof that men that God has ordained to man places in the spirit, they have left their estate. Meanwhile, the instruction of God is that dress the garden and what? Dress the garden and what? Keep it. What does it mean to keep? What those military men are doing outside? Sometimes you war to keep. Sometimes you fight to keep. Sometimes you labor to keep. Because if you don't keep, the scriptures say that Satan like a wounded lion he is moving about seeking whom to devour he will, he will devour your prayer life he will devour the things that God gave you somebody we are talking about the guy that got job and Satan devoured it Satan <laughs> I went to a meeting and I appeared there what I saw in the spirit was python spirit and whenever you see python maybe you are in the dream and you see yourself and snake is chasing you and that means your destiny is locked down. That is a spirit that swallows the possibilities of men's expression upon the face of the earth. Are you getting my point? We need to man up. Are you not angry? Now, I, I understand why people decide to stay where they are. They think Christian Christianity is going to church. What if there is no meeting place? Just as coronavirus showed us. If persecution comes, what if there is no meeting place? Many people will backslide because they don't understand what is priesthood. Do you know what is priesthood? So that any place you appear, the functions of God will continue. Because you have understand the purposes of God that is traveling from eternity into time. And you are such a man that has given yourself to what it takes to bring the plans of God here. Because you understand that unless you do something about it, creator will be subject to bondage. And the sphere of influence that God has ordained for you to administrate, so that through your vessel, his plans and purposes will find expression. Are you with me? That sphere will remain vacant. And Satan will continue to rule. It will seem as if Satan is powerful. No, he's not powerful. It's just that a man left his estate. Adam, where are you? Sister, where are you? Sometimes Jesus is looking for men in the spirit. And he can't see them. Because the places he has, he has ordained you to stay and administrate. And as long as you are there, nothing can go wrong. That place is vacant. And Satan is having a few days. Anytime you look around a vicinity, a place, and Satan is having a few days, there is a man that God ordained to be there that have left it vacant. That is a man that doesn't know what is his dominion mandate. He thought he came to the face of the earth to marry and bear children. And then when you finish, you train them, you get a job. And then you die. Your, you, your children will continue where you stopped. And the same cycle will continue. Because men don't understand what is in the heart of God. Have you traveled into the body of God? Huh? I know many people that are saying that the world is about to end. <laughs> it's not about the world. And God has an eternal purpose. He said, let them have dominion. And that word spoken has not been accomplished. He's still traveling. And he's looking to find expression through you. 
how you partner with that word to see it manifest upon the face of the earth is the extent of which we have dominion. And the power and the authority that will be manifest in your vessel is dependent on that alignment. Your alignment quotient. Are you getting the point? So, um, when they look from the spirit and they see that the seat you are supposed to sit on, let's say you sat on this seat and administrated and yielded to God enough, then this and this will happen and this and this won't happen. And they looked and they saw that many things are happening. They will look and they say, Adam, where are you? Because there is always a man that is sent to sit there. Are you not getting the point? Are you not getting it? Because we are going to pray. You are going to cry for your life. You will find out that you are the one that has been causing the problem. You see, many times we, we exempt ourselves from the consequences of the things that is happening around us. Not knowing that the mandate is upon us to administrate those things. Sometimes we look up and we are looking for big people. That, that maybe there are other people that God wanted to do this. No, you are the one. You have not realized it. And that is why the resources and, put, and, and resources and energy and power it takes for you to do that have not come. Power doesn't come on a man that doesn't know purpose. That have not understood what he's supposed to do with it. It is when you begin to confront the authors and strong men that is sitting where you are supposed to sit. So that you will be able to administrate the purposes of God. That is when you now need power. When Jesus was sending them, he said, "Ye shall receive power. Because I'm sending you to Judea, Jerusalem, and to the uttermost part of the earth. And if you are supposed to bring government upon those spheres, then there is a need for you to be empowered. Men, we have to learn priesthood again. Holy fire, burn upon my altar. From within me, spirit, you take over. Holy fire, burn upon my altar. Holy fire, burn upon our altars. <laughs> From within us, spirit, you take over. Holy fire, burn upon our altar. Holy fire, burn upon our altars. From within us, spirit, you take over. So the symbols. Holy fire, burn upon our altar. Holy fire. Holy fire, burn upon our altars. From within us, Akabia Pakwa, Pakwa Pakwa, Atatao, Atatakakakwa, Tawapatia. Holy fire, Holy fire, Holy fire. Holy 
Let your eyes open. What God will do today is to open your eyes. Because I see the eyes of men open. Suddenly you will begin to realize what God has ordained you to do. That you are not a normal man. You are not a normal lady. You are, just, you are not just any other lady. You are a Deborah. You are a George. A warrior. I say unto you. Hear God. Why will you accept to die like a man? The testimonies that men bore about us is a lie. We have gone to Zion. And Zion said we are great. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' When we get the quantum of God's presence, then we take our journey. Listen to me. Listen, 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 listen. Let me take one more shot in the next five minutes and then we'll go. Romans chapter 8 verse 29 
Romans chapter 8 verse 29 I want to see your face I want to know your ways I want to touch your grace that I may live your days. I want to see you. I want to see you. Hey, my God. Lord, I want to see your face. I want to know your ways. I want to touch your grace. That I may live your days. I want to see you. Just the way you are. I want to see you. It's only them that see that will receive what it takes. Touch your grace. So I can live your days. I want to see you. Lord, I want to see your face. I want to know your words. I want to touch your grace. So I can live your days. I want to see you. What it takes up to come. Just the way you are. I want to see you. Ah. Until you have an encounter, That's you will not receive what it takes. That is what it takes. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I need to strike one. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, it is. You can be seated if you can. 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 In Jesus' name. Romans chapter 8, verse There is a young lady I'm seeing in the spirit. And then the angel of the Lord is touching your womb. He's touching your womb. He's touching your tummy. And then he will touch you. He will touch you three more times now. And when he touches you, there will be an eruption. And then your womb in the spirit will open. God's plan is that he will begin to bend things through your womb. Where is the lady? Where is the lady? Where is the lady? Do I have ushers? Bring the lady for me.
I see weapons being given men in the spirit. Bring her to the front here. We consecrate this place as the Holy Ghost zone. There is traffic of angels in this place now. I want you to stand up, find a partner too, too, and cry to God in the next two minutes. Hold hands face to face. When you are here, 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 I'm 
so that they will be able to keep their territory. Yeshua Hamashiach Nayam of Judah Akudetepa Yeshua We are the seven people that you are granting weapons in the spirits. We are there, we are there, we are there, Holy Ghost. We are there, 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 we are there. From my left to my right, from my front to my back. We are there, Holy Ghost. 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 Now, 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 listen. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, listen. I will come to seven. 
and the power of God will identify those people. You will see a drastic shift after today. Strange grace. Might and strength. What, you are, what, what takes you three hours prayer to do, you will do it in one hour. Not because the time has shortened, but because your weapon has become stronger.